You are now listening to an Average Joe Media production. I guess I feel like I'm somebody My life is my kid, so I tell about it And I swear it's all about that Baby daddy, I ain't a baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy Baby daddy, baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy Baby daddy Welcome to an episode of Baby Daddy Chronicles. It is I, it is he, it is your future favorite baby daddy. Today I got a, uh, I will call him a friend. I'm like, we're friends, we don't talk all the time. We talk more sports than, you know, parenting stuff. But today we're going to get into it. I got my man, the New York Knicks fan, Ben, how we living today? As a Knicks fan, it ain't looking great. But <laughs> as Ben, the entity, all is well, all is great. I'm enjoying it right now. Enjoying okay. Enjoying the journey. Of course. Took his braids out, y'all. <laughs> don't don't do that. Big War. <laughs> he got the chain on today. I was I just saw him yesterday. He took the braids. I was like, hey, God man. Damn, I was like, I was out here looking crazy. I was just I, I, I was just with you twelve o'clock at midnight. Yes, and sir. It's like yes, not sir. even it like <laughs> happened just like that, brother. Happened just like that. Man be working and knowing he got he got knee he got he got all the time in the world. <laughs> like, he was like, I'm gonna watch this police stuff. Take this, take these braids out of my head. I, was, I got. I got to keep myself hey, busy. I've been cooking full meals. Hey, man, listen, I hey, see. You know, got to do what I got to do, hey, man. Hey, man, listen, I feel it. How's everybody's mental health? <laughs> <laughs> the pause is crazy. Um, the pause is horrendous. Mental health is solid. It could be better, you know, uh, as we get into things on the, on the podcast today. Uh, it can get a little overwhelming, but I'm solid today. Today is solid. Good. 7.5 out of 10. Uh, my mini-me just got me for a cool set of money. So, uh, but it feels amazing to do it. Mm-hmm. And to be able to. Oh, mm-hmm. I got things I got to worry about, but it's like, man, man, she needed it. We did it. I ain't have to ask nobody for nothing. So, uh, mentally, uh, I'm I'm good, bro. I can't, I want, even if I wanted to complain, the man got a plan for me, and it's like it's working, so it don't make no sense to. Mm-hmm. Things could be so much worse. Oh, it definitely could. And it has been so much oh, worse. Oh, it definitely <laughs> so, has. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm, I'm buckled up for the ride. I mean, I can I, I need a, a maid right here to help me clean up, but mm-hmm. other than that, um, I'm good, bro. How you feeling? I can't say what I want to say. This ain't the podcast to say it. Because oh, you know boy. I got two separate podcasts. I'm okay. I could be better. Okay. And I'm going to go with that. We'll stick with that. We'll man. stick with that. Because, you know, mm-hmm. I try to keep the podcast separate. Because okay. this isn't the podcast for me to vent about certain mm-hmm. stuff. Understood. You know? So, before we get started, right, I fig- I wanted to start doing this. Give me something 
good that happened this week to you, and then give me something bad that happened this week to you so far. I know it's only Wednesday. We're not going to say bad. We're going to say okay. challenging. Challenging. There we go. Oh, yeah. I wait for me to start. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. You, you uh, guess, bro. Something good that happened to me this week. I mean, I wake up I'm healthy, as healthy as I can be right now. Because, you know, I used to play ball. Mm-hmm. I got all the, the <laughs> aches and all of that and all that. Um challenging it's only Wednesday mm. like this this feels like a long week like a long Definitely. week I woke up yesterday like it's Wednesday and I saw somebody put on teams at work happy Tuesday everyone and I was like you just fucked up my whole week. <laughs> whole week gone down the drain you just stepped on it man uh something good I got my baby for four days man hey, man yeah, it has been lovely um something challenging you got your baby for four days. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, waiting on this contract to come back has been nerve wracking because mm-hmm. it's like it holds the key to a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's just been nail biting, looking at the phone, looking at the phone, looking at the phone, look, waiting on text message, looking at the phone, looking at the phone. So I was like, all right, well, when it's time for it to come, it'll come. And That's the thing. We know it's going to come. You yeah. did the work. Yeah. You didn't put in all the, the time, the money, the energy, the blood, the sweat, the tears, all of that. So yeah. it's going to come. It's just a matter of how soon. Exactly. Exactly. So it's just that that, that waiting is just, ooh. Um, Move up a little bit. I feel like I'm yeah, too far yeah, from yeah, the yeah, mic. Yeah, you know. yeah. Pause if necessary. <laughs> we grow. We won't do that. Hey, you know, I feel that. But, you know, the other people who listen to might not. They'll so. be all right. You right. They be out. This, this, this show for grown people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, other than that, man, that, that's where we at. Something good that happened this week. Mm-hmm. I wasn't late for work, and hey. it's been hard <laughs> because hey, in a black man's life, that's nigga. I work. From I'm the home I'm, I'm the work. night that's shift, and they have me coming in during the day. So oh, luckily, yeah, by the grace yeah. of God, Tyler, I've been able to stay with Ty because I live 50 minutes from my job. I don't want gotcha. to have to get up at 4:30 every day. Even yeah. the fact that. I thought being able to stay with Ty will to give me more sleep, but because mm-hmm. I've been doing the pod and stuff and everything like that, I still been going to sleep around the same time. Like yesterday, I got up, yeah. I went to sleep at one and got up at five, and I was like, "Lord, thank you for letting me get up." Because if it was my bed, I would have got up at five forty-five, six o'clock. I'd have been and late. I'd so be what work you at said six. is the bed that you're crashing on is trash because you was able to wake up <laughs> immediately. Yeah, <laughs> that bed ain't comfortable. That bed is. Hey, but, Ty, get your shit together, goddamn. But hey, he got to be in an uncomfortable position. position. To, to make, make it happen. Hey, so, right. Something challenging. The situation I'm currently going through. Mm-hmm. And this may or may not be the podcast for it. Yeah. Okay. The situation I'm currently going through. What I thought, not what I thought was going to happen, but it's almost like. I got to start from scratch, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And that's challenging because I don't feel, I, I feel like I put in too much work to, I shouldn't have to start from scratch, essentially. Mm. But oftentimes, it's, it's the parable of you can cut a hundred times and measure once mm-hmm. or measure a hundred times and cut once. Yeah. And that makes a difference. I mean, just the feeling of starting fresh, though, mm-hmm. when you know you have the experience. And you put in the work and all that, it's still gonna be frustrating regardless. So it's right. like I had to tell myself, I was like, look, bro, if you're gonna do this, and after that, we're gonna get into the episode. The first couple of weeks gonna be hard because, you know, you're used to X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. 
And then now all of a sudden, y'all make plans, mm-hmm. and it's no longer a solid guarantee of, oh, you know you can stay tonight. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, if I'm not going to stay tonight, do I want to come out there because you're already far as hell? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm not about to be going back and forth for a couple hours when you know how far I live. So it's 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 it's, it's trying to find that balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just being in limbo. That, it, yeah. <laughs> That ain't Boy, me. that's the worst. Nigga, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you said nigga because I feel like I was the only one cursing at first. Oh no, we cursed oh, no. on this. We, 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 oh, we, oh no, we get it to the bullshit. We, 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 we get it to the bullshit. Don't no worry. Definitely. Like, Damn, I can't attain these we, people. Shit. Nah, 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 nah. nah. <laughs> Even though it's a parenting podcast, it, it, hey, we we real, it's, real it's parents un- know it's unfiltered. You know what I'm saying? Like we ain't we ain't playing around. Um. So Ben, you have a 13 year old son, right? Yes, 14 in December. Calling everybody in this room. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. And you are expecting soon. August 5th. Bah, 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 bah. Mm-hmm. Warren has said something <clears throat> to where everybody asks about how she's doing, <clears throat> but nobody asks about how you're doing. And since this is a parenting podcast for black dads and fathers, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you, bro, how is your mental health? Like, uh, like during, like, what have you experienced so far during a pregnancy? Luckily for me, Nikki's pregnancy has been extremely easy, like on her. Mm-hmm. That would be like my number one focus. Like if she's uncomfortable, let me get up. Let's figure out how to make you comfortable. She just started Beautiful. getting those, uh, like I can't, I'm having trouble sleep. Okay, cool. Like I sleep light anyway. So anytime she turn over, I'm gonna wake up and make sure she's good. Um, but the stuff around that where it's just like, like we just did a baby shower and Warren mm-hmm. was on my head about it. Cause he's like, this is too good. Like he said, go ahead. Say your he's not being honest. This man showed the fuck out. That place that. looked amazing. The food was amazing. Shout out to Miss Wanda on the, uh, decorating. Shout out to okay. aunt Jonesy. Uh, yes, his, his, he's a rapper. Um, to give a quick story about that, um, I was going to hire a caterer, but that was my next door neighbor, mm-hmm. like my old next door neighbor before I moved to the uh, moving on up, you know, the duplex in the sky and champions. Game he definitely now. did. He definitely you know, did. Whatever. A little razzle dazzle. That boy moved up. But um, the man can cook. And as you know, now the man can cook. Yeah. And I, he we talked about I want to start my own business. I'm going to get a restaurant. I want a food truck, something. So I said, look, whatever you need, however much it costs. I'm gonna give. I'd rather give you the money to give you that confidence to go. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody loves this. I need to do this for real. Yeah. So, as I'm not gonna go get quote unquote professional catering, right? And just leave my homie out and just be like, bro, I, everybody can eat. Everybody can come up together. This can give you the confidence to build upon your own shit, right? And I don't. I don't even need anything from it. I don't want no free meals. I don't want none of that. I just want you to have the confidence to elevate. And that was it. That's all I wanted from that. But you can continue like singing praises on the baby shower. <laughs> so that, that, that's one thing I can say I was stressed about. This man did something that I pride myself on that I do. And when you meet someone that does it also, it's like Kendrick spirits. Because mm-hmm. me and Ben knew of each other, but we didn't know oh, each for other. A decade. Yeah. 
So y'all basically like with me and Ben are like right now. Because I know Ben, but we I don't know Ben. Yeah, we're not in the it, same vicinity. Too. Right. Yeah. It, it's a little more because I knew all his homies. Mm-hmm. They knew me because we worked the, cl- the club circuit at, mm-hmm. at one time. Yep. So I just knew him as the real tall dude that was cool as shit. Mm-hmm. But he, he ain't really dance like that. But he he nah. was cool as shit. Mm-hmm. He made sure the party was live. Mm-hmm. But to get back to what I was saying, the man made sure to tap people. Wait, when is it going to be released? Monday. All right, never mind. You can't say that now. Okay. Yeah. I did just some extra shit. That's okay. It. He made sure to tap people that he knew around him in his community that did things. Mm-hmm. He could have went and hired anybody. But so he made sure I'm going to do this event, but while I'm doing this event, I'm going to put my homies on as well. Yeah, correct. Got you. Correct. And entrusted that they could do their job. Mm-hmm. He didn't badger me. He didn't badger the cooks. He didn't badger the, uh, the Ms. Wanda that set it up. He he His pivot game was amazing. Man, if Anything that went wrong, he called me. Hey, can you do this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got you. All right, cool. Moving on to the next. Hey, this change, can you do this? Cool. And I know he was sweating, but he didn't make you feel that. Nah, can't put that pressure on y'all. Y'all got a job to do too. Correct. And that just showed him as a man and as a father. Because the man made sure that she didn't have to worry about anything. Mm -hmm. He moved in a way that as a man, I was proud. I appreciate that. Mm. Real, real, real talk. Like we, as black men, we we talk like ah, I see you did your shit, but no. Mm-hmm. I really sat back as someone who's had a child and had to go through that process of the baby shower and whoop de wham, and knowing how that goes. To and I was twenty five at the time, so to a be yeah, so to be 30, 32, almost thirty three now. Being able to look at all the little nuances, that was a perfect and it was a perfect, intricate, and well-executed, intentional event. Mm. It wasn't a whole bunch of people. It could have been. Yeah, we had like 15 people drop out, 15, 20 people drop out the day before. But the people he selected made it feel like, oh, it's a party. Mm -hmm. No, 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 I ain't even going to take credit for that. You made that shit a party, goddammit. This is, like, we've had conversations off mm-hmm. any recording or anything. Mm-hmm. So I want to go ahead. I know this is about parenting and all that, but I got to get my flowers. Go ahead, do it, bro. It's to here. Warren. Because I always try to remind him, dog, you one of the best DJs. I tell him the same story. In the city. I tell him the same thing. And even with that, I don't like saying you one of the best DJs. You one of the best entertainers in the city. Not only because he's a phenomenal DJ. But he's never met the host of my baby shower ever. At least I don't think so. Uh, you probably ran into once or twice, but y'all didn't. Yeah, know. we 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 know each other around. But yeah, but it ain't nothing like that's yeah, the homie. Yeah. When I say like the man perfectly bounced off of her and her energy, he didn't try to take over. Everything he kept the party going. The man jumped on the floor and did the electric slide with everybody while the music was playing. And if you know me. Like, I hate line dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I hate so line dancing like music, but you gotta. It's a part of it, you know. Mm-hmm. We like that's what that's what goes on. But I appreciate that. Um, it it being around Ben <clears throat> motivates me as a father. 
I appreciate that. Because it's not like he making millions of dollars. It's not like he making hundreds of thousands of dollars. But you see the attention to details. If she calls him right now, the nigga's not going to stop. He going to get out that door. Mm-hmm. He makes sure that she's comfortable. And not only her, he makes sure his son is comfortable. Mm-hmm. That's big, and that's, that's why we're here. Because the story he, he has to tell, he has every right to be vengeful and to move a certain way. That if you know the story, you kind of got to go. Hey, you know, hey, I get it, <laughs> I get it, man. But he did the work, mm-hmm. and he don't like the kudos. I get it. It's, t- it's tough to... I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do. Correct. At this point. But a lot of times, and where I, I make sure to give those kudos is because absentee fathers get those kudos. Oh, they they be going for 13, 14 years and pop up, and it's a celebration. Yeah. But the nigga that's there every day, we, like we talked about the other day, mm-hmm. it ain't till 70 a nigga might go, hey, hey, hey dad, here's the truck. <laughs> I've been getting socks and macaroni art for the longest. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I find it to be very important to do on this platform, and I appreciate this platform. And when you brought the idea to me, I was like, yo, this is this is needed. So before we even get into all that, right? Mm-hmm. Before we get into your story, mm-hmm. I remember I wanted originally the plan was I was the plan was I wasn't going to start this platform until whoever I got pregnant had got pregnant. Cause I wanted to chronicle how a dad goes through pregnancy. But then when I did the little series on average, Joe, yo, with y'all and two other people, it kicked off. And I was like, well then let me spin it. Cause Mm -hmm. I can, I feel it would be the best of both worlds. You could get somebody who wants to be a father and see things from a different perspective. Like, why aren't y'all whooping these kids' asses? Because mm-hmm. for me, if I see you acting up, I'm going to whoop your ass. Correct. But hearing a different side of it, and then also hearing different parenting stories mm-hmm. will help me decide, okay, how can I try to either implement that or avoid that? Because he's going through hell, and I don't want to go through that. Correct. And everybody's story is different. Exactly. So, But also, people don't ask how dads are. Yeah. It's always how the moms are. It's yeah. never... Like, that's the reason why I named it Baby Daddy Chronicles. Baby Daddies get a bad connotation. But in all actuality, you're a father. And in all actuality, there's a lot of black men and a lot of men in general that take care of their kids. But, of course, the media only talks about the deadbeats. Yeah, right. And to me, that wasn't fair. So that was also the reason why I was like, I want to start it now instead of later. Mm-hmm. And then when I do have a kid, I'll still bring a dad on every week. And then that next week, I'll give you a weekly update. Ayo. I ain't going to lie, this pregnancy, whoop, this pregnancy whooping her ass and yeah. it's whooping my ass or I'm a brand new father and I ain't getting no sleep and I'm struggling right now, y'all. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, more like a, a, an informative but also venting session at the same time because yeah, right. I can't vent to her all the time. I got to be able to vent to people that... You can't vent to her at all. Exactly. You, you got to understand she's going through a whole different battle. So, and that's, that's how I move with Nikki. Like, anytime something goes, I don't want to say wrong, anytime something goes not according to plan, don't worry about it. I got it. I'll figure it out. She knows one of my life models are, are, is, one of my life models is, yeah, is, um, I'm really big on grammar, so my bad. Um, I'll figure it out. I always do. 
like literally no matter what happens like i have so many stories on my life alone where it's just like this shit happened it wasn't supposed to happen ben figured it out so i try to take the weight off of her as mm-hmm. much as possible because again you're working on birthing a child that shit is not easy at all like i would oh. never want to trade places like it's beautiful but you can have that mm-hmm. like, that's a different kind of power different kind of stress different kind of just need for support and strength. No, I definitely understand that. Mm-hmm. So what is your story? Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the funny thing, even around the time, like we met, like, you know, I was just always out in the club. Me and Warren met rather. Um, granted, we went to high school together. I just, we just didn't run the same circles at the mm-hmm. time. Um, but when we like met again after, I was like promoting, he's doing security, whatever, whatever. My son was already here, but to the world, no one knew that. Mm. And that was just because me and my first son's mom has a terrible relationship. So at some point, we was like six months, she took off with him. So it was years, didn't have no real contact with them, couldn't figure out what was going on. And then when I did figure out what was going on, she was talking relationship talk. Let me stop you right there. Mm-hmm. During those six months, how did you feel? At the time, because I was a young black man, I was ecstatic because, one, I had a boy. Like, you know, every young black man always says, oh, I got to have a boy. I got to carry on the legacy, yada, yada, yada. So I was happy as hell. Was I happy with it, who it was with? Not really. But at the same time, I understood I did what I did. Mm -hmm. He's here. He don't deserve to take no fault, no blame, no nothing of that. So Uh, you said that she took him away from you for six months? No, no, no. He was with us. She lived with me for six Mm -hmm. months. And then after that, like around like six months or so, she moved to New York. Like this was something I didn't know was happening. I thought the plan was go to New York for a week, Mm -hmm. come back. Boom. It is what it is. When she moved to New York and was gone for that long. How was you able to deal with it? What was, like, walk me through that process. I'll be honest and say I was young and dumb, so I kind of had in the mindset, oh, well, whatever, I don't care, Mm -hmm. which was the absolute wrong mindset to have. Of course, I knew that's still my son. Like, Mm -hmm. I I need my son. Like, he needs me. Mm -hmm. But I was still young and dumb enough to go, I'm not going to fight for this. If that's what you want to do, it is what it is. Um but as I started getting older, started growing, I was just like, no, like I understand what he needs mm-hmm. because it's also what I didn't have. I didn't know my father. I didn't know my father's name until I was like 20, 21. Mm. And then the last time I found out about anything to do with him was he passed away. Mm. So, and of course when I found out, I was like, okay, I didn't know the man. So it is what it is. So was that a driving factor you to make sure that you were there for your son because you, because you didn't have a relationship with your dad like oh, that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. For sure. And then, um, like, I wound up getting full custody of him when he was, like, seven, seven or eight or something like that. So, again, that's a whole learning process because it's like I didn't mold you. Mm-hmm. I didn't give you most of the characteristics that you have right now. So I had to unteach a lot and I had to reteach a lot. Uh. And then I would get him to a good point where he's just like, I understand. I get it. But just because I got full custody, 
I wasn't going to be the spiteful person that she was to me. Mm. So I was like, every summer, I'm going to send him to you. You're still his mom. He still needs that relationship. And he would go up there and it come back worse. Like, so every summer I had to unteach and reteach, unteach and reteach. Now, not to be spiteful, but I just got to the point where it's just like, he's not going up there anymore. She got her own situation. I go put her, her business on blast because who knows who knows her or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's her thing. None of my concern. Mm-hmm. She got other kids to deal with. They could deal with that. I said, just give me my son. It sound heartless. I don't give a fuck what happened to the rest of y'all. That's I mean, technically, because they're not yours. So right. like, you I have, have I feel no you on that. To them. That's y'all business. If you don't want better for the rest of your kids, that's your business. I feel you on that. So I had to do for me and mine. So finally got them full custody, of course. Like the first night, I remember picking them up because my mom went and got them and picked them up from the Greyhound station. And I was just sitting here like, bro, I don't know how to talk to them. <laughs> like, that's real. I that don't real. know how That's to talk to so them. real. Like, and then coming from a household where, because I'm, I'm St. Lucian, a lot of island homes don't do the I love you and the hugs and mm-hmm. all this yeah. and that. The emotion is absent. Yeah. So even when I first got there, I was like, Am I supposed to hug him? Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I don't know. Dap him up? Yeah, like, I don't know. What up, big bro? <laughs> but I realized, like, just sitting with him for a while, I remember I didn't go to sleep until, like, 4 o'clock that morning just because I figured out the one way to connect with him, you love video games. You want to play Fortnite? Play Fortnite. And he literally just sat at the edge of my bed playing Fortnite for, like, seven hours. And I just stayed up and watched him. I was like, I'm not going to force any conversation because – at any age, if my dad was gone and just randomly popped up, the first thing ain't going to be no conversation. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know you. It's going to be, who are you, nigga? Like, mm-hmm. So I had to give him that time to get acclimated and realize, oh, damn, this surrounding is nice. Like, Because granted, I was still in Pine Hills when I first got mm-hmm. custody of him. But it was still a better environment than he was used to. Because mm-hmm. he grew up in the hood in New York. So it was just a learning process for both of us. Mm-hmm. Cause of course it's just like, bro, what do you even like? Like mm. I spoke to you very minimally and it was just, I'm not even going to throw out the spiteful word. It, it just is what it is. I'm glad that she finally grew to the point where she was just like, no, he needs his dad. Like, right. And even on top of that, we went through so many issues and so many arguments. And it was just like, bro, I'm not going to fight you about this. Like we can do this. The easy way or the hard way. Right. Not to be on no boondocks type shit. But, but no, that's that's like, what it boils down to. If I fully go through the courts, you will never see him again. So if you just sign over the rights, I'm not going to break out relationship. Right. And then realizing by 7, 8, you're smart enough to realize this ain't right. Right. Mm-hmm. So you able to say, I want to go there. I don't want to go there. Yeah. And even got to the point, the last time I picked him up, I remember me, him, and Nick was at the basketball court. And I asked him, I was like, I'm going to ask you and give you the option. Do you want to go back to New York next summer? He's like, no, I don't. Mm. Okay, cool. Even when I got full custody of him, me and his mom still agreed. I was like, well, I'll take him for the summer. And then at the end of the summer, if he decides he wants to go back, I'll let him go back. The second day, (laughs) like literally a whole 48 hours later, so I guess the third day, he called her and was like, I don't want to come back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that's already his own personal trauma. <laughs> and he just realized this environment is much better, much healthier for me. Right. So we 
we've been rocking ever since. Now it sounds weird to say, like, nigga, that's my child. Mm-hmm. But, like now he's about to cross that halfway point where he's been with me for half of his life. Mm-hmm. But in two days, he saw the value of this is my dad, and he literally built this whole world for me right here. Mm-hmm. So I try to uphold that same level of expectation for him. He gonna fuck up because he's a little kid. boy. Yeah. So yeah. I got him on punishment like every other week. Of course. But it's it's just a difference in environment. Like over there, he used to get beatings and cursed at. It takes a lot for me to curse at my son. Like even when, when Nikki might like we'll be talking to he'll she'll curse. And she'll, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm like, he curses. Like I've been a thirteen year old boy mm-hmm. before. Like I know he curses. But I just try to control that environment so he knows. I at least ain't gonna curse around this nigga right now. Right. Like, <laughs> right. There's there's parameters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then even just like setting the expectation. The first time he got in trouble with me, like I told him, when you get in trouble with your mom, what happens? She's like, she beats me. I said, look at my hands. If I beat <laughs> you, what do you think would happen? For the people who can't see, I am six nine two seventy. So my hands are huge. Right. And I put my hands up so you can see, and he was like, I got it. <laughs> I say, he'll get in trouble with like my mom, school. As soon as I pull up, raps. And it's just, it wasn't a threat. It was just understand the difference right. of what you could be going through. The hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm, I'm the big dog. Yeah. The little dog. And even with that, it's just like, you didn't like what you were having happen over there. Imagine if I brought that hair. Correct. And it's not a threat. It's just, this is what you're used to. I don't want you to get used to this. Like, I've probably had to touch him, like, twice in, like, yeah. seven years. Yeah. And I'm even with it. that, it would just be, like, again, I know my hands. Correct. I know if I fight a grown man, I'm going to jail. Correct. So, mm. <laughs> if a I kid, touch you, my son, if I hit him in his arm, his ankle going to fall off. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm not running them games. But the times I do it, and I, I've gotten to the habit of, I'm not going to touch you. I'm just going to make you do military shit. Yes, I'm sir. Do wall sits. I'm yes, sir. Planks. And one thing I got to get better at when he starts crying when he's doing it, like, I don't care about those tears. No. Nah. But to him, it's probably translating as, oh, you don't care about me. So that's mm. when I'm just like, I got to reword what I'm saying in those, those moments of just being heated or whatever. But he gets it. He My parents used to tell me all the time, it hurts me, it's money to hurt you. Right, dog, and that's true. Like, I've never thought that was a true statement until I had to put him on punishment. I didn't even beat him, but put him on punchment. I was just like, bro, I'm bored now. It's affecting me. It's affecting you. Like, we can't do nothing. Yeah, niggas can't play no video games right now because you want to be dumb. Like, it it literally adds up and it affects everyone. That's one thing I try to get them to understand is whatever little decisions you make can mess up everybody's life around you. Right. Like, I, not to stray too far from your question, because I know you just, like, tell the story. But, um. Nah, take your time, bro. Take as much time as you need. That's what we're. We just had, my apartment complex is strict. No smoking. Niggas will literally go stand one step outside the gate just to smoke a cigarette. Mm. Like, they don't play about that. This one, I don't even know who it was. But we used to see, like, dog shit just in the hallway. Mm-hmm. And we was like, yo, like, y'all gonna do something about that? And I was like, if y'all see who it is, let us know. And we'll deal with it. Of course, I ain't no hood nigga, but I ain't gonna go snitch on nobody. Like right. it is what it is. But um, <laughs> Nikki went down there the other day and she texted me. She's like, "Oh, 
they just told me that they found out whose dog was like shitting in the hallway and they evicted him. Damn. It's, Whoa, they are strict. They Ooh. are not playing. Jesus. Golly. So, so it's like I told him that. I was like, something as little as not cleaning up after yourself. Now you're homeless. That, mm, that that's that's a great way to teach mm, a life lesson. Yeah. Cause I wouldn't have yeah. thought of that. Yeah, I wouldn't put that together. Think about the smallest shit. I didn't come back to clean up after my dog. Now I ain't got nowhere to live. Mm. And even if you do have the money to just get somewhere else, it's an inconvenience. It really is. Because you got to pay for the movers. Right. You got to take time off of work. You got to find a place, and we all know how that go. Yeah. So I'm proud to see that he's learning. It's just a journey because, again, it's a lot of unteaching. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) That man got a lot of his mom's attitude. (laughs) But the thing, again, he doesn't have the attitude with me. Mm -hmm. He'll have it with everybody else. But he'll know. If my dad's talking to me, I just got to eat that. It right. ain't nothing I can do about it. I so, just want him to grow. So with the situation being what it is, how do you? How does he feel with you having a new partner, y'all having a baby? Mm-hmm. Like, how receptive is he to the, uh, the situation in the process? That man loved Nikki. He talked to Nikki more than he talked to me at this point. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it is because I'm currently his only disciplinarian. So uh, a lot of the times, and I've had this conversation with him like a month or so ago. I was like, "Why don't you talk?" Because he's smart. The kid is smart. He can figure shit out. Like he's a social butterfly when he's outside. When he's inside, he clam up. And it's just because I'm the only one that is literally like, "Nope, now you're on punishment. Now you can't do this. Now you can't do that." Because like my mom is with us, but um, she's a grandma. You know, she's beat the hell out of us. Mm-hmm. But she ain't going to beat him. So that shit, mm-hmm. man, them grandmas is different, bro. Man, what? They are different. So he'll do some some weird shit that he's supposed to get in trouble for. And my mom would just be like, she'll scold him, but she'll just take care of it. Mm-hmm. And I won't find out until like four weeks later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now he knows I'm not going to get in trouble with her. Right. I'm going to get in trouble with him, though. Right. So, and even like Nikki stepped up being a great stepmom figure, like, she even goes out her way to not overstep boundaries. I'm just like, bro, this is your home. Like, all these boundaries are yours to create step. and manifest. Like, this right. is all yours. But she'll still, like, oh, I just told him to do this and this and this. Okay, cool. Like, you don't got to tell me that you told him to do something. Like, if right. you said it, it's law. Mm-hmm. Like, it is what it is. I understand that. And he respects her as law. And then the only thing that I know is going to affect him with having this baby is of course, the baby's going to get all the attention, and he's going to be 14. Mm-hmm. So it's like even after Zion is three, he'll be 17, 18. Yeah, I ain't got shit to talk about. So <laughs> nothing. it's literally <laughs> just going to be, oh, that's my little brother. He's going to love him or whatever, but it's just He's like, not going to have a relationship with exactly. him. Right. I understand. It's kind of like my dad and my uncle are 12 years apart. Mm-hmm. Being my dad being the youngest one. Okay. And my dad was saying that it really took them to when he got to high school and mm-hmm. my uncle was in the Navy for them to really click because yeah. they had nothing to talk about. Like, yeah. I like, so like, I remember when I was in middle yeah. school, my parents had thought about adopting a newborn baby. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, like I say, yeah, that's my little sis, but I ain't got no, like, I can't relate to her. I exactly. can't relate to them. Like, right. there's nothing we can talk about. Yeah. But I will say, when it's a girl and your older brother is different because of that protective syndrome. Yeah. That kick in immediately. Yeah. So it becomes very, you don't touch that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
when it's a little boy, it becomes competition. Right. So yes. that's another man. Uh, yeah. But he coming from my throne. <laughs> right. Because again, with my son's mom, he got like I think four siblings now. Oh wow. Mm. With me, he's an only child. Correct. Until August. Mm-hmm. So the switch is gonna happen. He's gonna realize it immediately. Where it's just like, damn, I would have been able to ask for some V Bucks and get it with no mm-hmm. problem. But now he says, I need some formula. I got to get a summer job, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to get him to bring in income. Like, my son is so talented. The man can sing. And I used to tell him, bro, all you got to do is sing one video yeah. on TikTok a week. Yeah. Something going to pick, you'll be perfectly fine. You got to ask me for nothing. He's just lazy. <laughs> Takes a girl. At this point, we are at the, he yeah. needs a prize. It's going to take yeah. that girl to be like, oh, you sound nice. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, he's been through his little middle school heartbreaks already. Uh, how was that? As as someone who hasn't entered it yet, mm-hmm. but it's coming. How how was that for you? Well, he's emotional as hell. So, mm. but with him, one thing, like we talked about the whole nobody checks on you thing. We just had that conversation where I was trying to point him. In the direction of, this is how you're selfish. How do you show that you care about other people? And before I finish the sentence, like, no, who do you care about? Like, who do you show that you care about them? And he listed, like, nine people. And I was like, you know you didn't say me, right? And then he froze, and he was like, yeah, but you always seem like you're all right. Mm. And I was mm. like, because I'm supposed to. Like, and then I listed off, like, hella things that was wrong. I was like, this is wrong, this is wrong, this got to be paid. I got to work 11 hours today, da 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 and that's when he started to like, oh, okay. Like, it makes sense. But to get back to the original question, with him being so emotional, it tore his ass up. Mm. And I was just like, it's <laughs> it it a shrug. I was like, I'm going to tell you now. Like, this is hey, not going to be the first shit. or the last. Like, I've yeah, been they there. coming. I've been there at that age, going through the same shit you went through. And... By next summer, you're going to forget that this girl existed. Exactly. And it is what it is. Just keep it pushing. Don't be future, but keep it pushing. <laughs> Don't like, be future, but keep it pushing. It is what it is. Don't be pushing. So, <laughs> to the original question. <laughs> mm-hmm. Naturally, we keep people around us. We You get friends and you get groups of people. Out of your group, percentage-wise, how many have asked you, how are you? Uh, before we started kicking it like every week or so, mm-hmm. uh, I would say Dakari checks up frequently, and then every couple months I get like Charles to reach out. Like I got a bunch of homegirls that are here and there that'll be like, "Oh, like how are you? How's the baby?" And it'll always go to house Nikki, of course. Mm-hmm. But um, I would probably say like a solid five percent. And mm. niggas know I know a lot of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I've been there for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But I also just don't look for it. I don't act like it's an expectation. Like, oh, y'all supposed to check on me. And that's just because that's how society builds black men. We're just like, nigga, you supposed to handle this anyway. So for me, my best friend had a baby about a year or some change ago. I knew that when he had the baby, because before he had the baby, me and my best friend would talk every day on the phone, mm-hmm. nonstop. Even when I had a girl... Finish off the phone with her, talking to my best friend. Yeah. That's my dog. Essentially, mm-hmm. we like family because his grandparents, our grandparents were best friends. And then we found out 
while we were already best friends, and it just it, it, it just went down the chain. Yeah, solidified the bond. So even though we don't talk as much now, because number one, all that background noise, I don't mm-hmm. like the baby crying and <laughs> yeah. he, he got a stepson and all that. I just mm-hmm. be like, hey, bro, when you get a chance, text me or me call text. me. Yeah. But during the pregnancy, I always made sure to ask. How are you doing? Especially with him being a first time dad, especially with a lot of stuff going on. There was a lot of stuff going on his career wise that just was tumbling down at the wrong time. I'm like, hey, bro, I'm just calling to check up on you. I don't need you. I don't need to find out you suicidal one day and I got to come up there. So I'm just calling to check up on you to see how are you mental? How is your mental? If you need to vent, bro, I'm here. Shoot away. I don't even care if we got to talk on the phone for three hours while I'm playing the game. Mm-hmm. Talk to me. Let me know. So at least I know you're straight. Because for him, I remember when he told me that he was like, hey, I'm about to be a dad. He wasn't like, it wasn't planned. Yeah. It just happened. And when you don't plan for stuff like that, you're going around with everyday life. Like, for example, if I had a kid right now, I know I would have to get on my shit. Right. I know I would have to do X, Y, and Z. But for that first week or so, I'm not going to panic, but I'm going to be scared. Cause I'm going to be like, damn, like I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm at, I need to be at level A. And I'm at level M right now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I got to work my way up the ladder and I got less than nine months to do so. Cause by the time you find out she's already maybe like six weeks. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, I got to do X, Y, and Z. Then yeah. also in my situation, I live at home. I already know. Now I got to figure out where we going to live. Mm-hmm. Cause my parents is going to kick me out. Mm-hmm. A Sappington. Immediately. Immediately. The moment I tell them, you're going to be a grand, y'all, y'all going to be some grandparents. I guarantee they're going to be like, okay, so um, what's the baby do? Yeah, about six months, you got to go. And that's being generous. Yeah, that's v- tough. Very generous. My parents, my, my parents have a firm belief of, because my parents turn 65 this year. Mm-hmm. They'll be married for 35 years in August. They have a firm belief of, I raised my kids. Mm-hmm. I will watch your kid. But I'm not raising I'm your not kid. Not raising another one, yeah. Exactly, and I don't want them to raise my kid because they look, they, they, we bump heads over certain stuff yeah. when it comes to religion. I'm like, I just want to be able to raise my child the way I want to raise my child. Mm-hmm. Not, I'm telling them one thing, you telling them another. Like, I don't want them to be forced into believing something. I want them to make that own decision. Yeah. So, let me tell you something. It's gonna happen. Your <laughs> <laughs> grandparents gonna do what they do. Um, but you come to appreciate it. it. It you learn how to pivot the information and kind of shave it down and be like, hey, this is this. This is why this is this. But there is nothing you can do about them grandparents. I will say this much before we get back to you. Yeah. When it comes to me having kids, my parents are very religious. So my parents are real strict on, you know, do it the right way. Married. Get married. Have kids, especially my mom. Mm-hmm. When my little brother during the pandemic got somebody pregnant, like my mom isolated him, mm-hmm. and I beefed with her for a long time because of that. Because yeah. I'm like, you don't isolate him because he got somebody pregnant. Like, don't say when he when he when he sends you the ultrasound, take me out the group chat. Yeah. I felt that was disrespectful. Yeah. I'm like, because now, at the end of the day, knowing how my little brother is, mm-hmm. he's gonna feel this type of way because. He's tight with you. I'm yeah. not as tight as you as I am with my dad. And when you isolated him from that, and then when you were, I could tell when the girl he was dealing with ended up getting abortion, ain't tell him. Mm. Oh. He told, he wanted to keep it. She got the abortion without telling him. He confided in us. Mm-hmm. 
And when I talked to my dad about it, and my mom was right there, you could tell my mom was relieved that he wasn't having a child. Yeah. And I was like, that is fucked up. Yeah, that's so, the wrong uh, response to that. But to her defense, and I'm going to say this because somebody had to learn, you got to understand how they were raised. Mm-hmm. Cause that's the only thing they have to go off of. That's it. So I will say this. My mom wasn't raised that way because she's the only person in her family to not have kids out of wedlock. And I yes. think that she wants that for us. But what? Right. But that, 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 cause she saw how they ended up. Mm-hmm. She don't want that for y'all. That's her time to break generational curses. Right. She don't know. No, that's, that's, that's what she set her mind to. Ain't no, she ain't come up in the information age where she can add stuff and it'll change. No, 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 no. This is how I could save my family. Yeah. This is what I'm going to do. My dad, because he works in the educational field, mm. he's a little more. He got a better understanding. Yeah, he understands right. it. Like me and my dad had a conversation. My cousin came over. Um, my cousin, he's about like 40, got two kids. Um, he came over. I was playing with the kids. And then I was like, we started having a real conversation because he was like, oh, Troy, like, well, you trying to have kids. I was like, I'm trying to do it the right way. And my dad was like. I understand you're trying to do it the right way, but also at the same time, we close to 70. Yeah, but and the one year he was like, either you're going to do it the right way or you may just have to not do it the right way. Yeah. And you, I'm going to be cool with it. I'll talk to your mom. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like, I didn't really have a relationship with my grandparents because, number one, they were I was in Jersey. My mom's family was in Virginia. Number two, we will go over my, my dad's mom's house. When we was in Jersey, she lived like 30 minutes up the road. He would come over there because my dad's dad died when I was four. That was my guy. Mm. He died literally the day after he got his master's. He passed away. That was my my guy. Like, I was close to him. I wasn't really close to my grandma like that, but he would still come over every Saturday, cut the grass, make sure she was straight. Mm -hmm. But she never really sat down to talk to us. Mm -hmm. So by the time I got a close relationship with her was when after – she remarried when I was 11. He died. She stayed with us. But at that point, she had already started. She had already was forming dementia. So it was like, mm-hmm. I can't really build a bond with you. You can't connect. Anymore. Exactly. And I don't want that. I want to be able to at least have let my kids have some type of relationship mm-hmm. with my parents mm-hmm. because I lost all my grandparents by the age of 23. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And I don't want that for my kids. So. Yeah. When I had got a lady pregnant a couple of years ago, it was an atopic pregnancy. It did so, therefore we couldn't keep it. Yeah. The first thing I told her, the first thing I told her was, was like, look, because me and her, we were four days apart, so we're the same, we're the same age. I was like, if we were to ever try this again, I want to be able for the kids to have a relationship with both grandparents because that's important to me because I didn't have that. Yeah. Right. Like I can't sit there and be like, hey. When I was younger, my grand my granddad would always tell me stories, and I remember. But as I get older, I couldn't go to nobody and be like, "Hey, my parents is tripping. Mm-hmm. You know your dad. You you know your son better yeah. than I know my dad. Help me out here. Give me some advice." Yeah. I didn't have that. It yeah. was just, and I missed it. You just gotta deal with it. Exactly. I grew up in a similar situation. Like I, I don't get along with anybody on my mom's side of the family, mm. just because by the time I was like thirteen, I was already traveling and playing basketball in different states and all of that. So I just saw life different. So it was just a lot of their ways where it's just like, oh, no, you're selfish. Like, you can keep that. Like, I will never, even at 13, I had the identity to know if this is what you want from me, but I don't want it from me, 
I don't care what you want. Mm-hmm. Right. It don't matter who it came from. It could have came right. from my mom. Like, if this ain't what you want, I knew I was all into basketball. If you didn't understand it, that's your business. You can research it. You can figure it out. If you don't, that's still your business. I'm not here to teach you. Mm. So I'd handle my business accordingly. I never knew my, like, I knew my mom's grandmother, uh, her mother and her grandmother. Um, I didn't really, it don't sound heartless. I didn't really care. For, I whatever, that's your business. I don't care. Um, I never knew her father. And then, of course, my dad was out of the picture. So no way to know his parents. But I still came up and it was just like, wow, I think I turned out pretty fucking good without them. Yeah. So it was like, I wasn't hurting for it. But at the same time, I do understand where it's just like, I didn't have that. Hey, can you talk to mom, please? Because mm-hmm. she bugging right now. This is crazy. But I didn't feel like I needed it either mm-hmm. because of how we grew up where communication wasn't the best. Mm-hmm. And which is, that's why I learned that early. I'm going to figure it out regardless. I don't want that from my son just because I know... <laughs> One, he's soft as hell. So <laughs> he not built like I was built back then. <laughs> um, him figuring it out is going to take a lot. Mm. That's why I try to spoon feed him now. I'm like, look, one plus one is two. Do not try to make it three, right. four, five. Like, this is just what it is. Um, I don't believe, like, I understand why some people would want that. Um, yeah, I wish I had my grandparents to help. But I don't believe it's necessary. Like, granted, whenever my sons have kids, I, I want to be there. And I right. want to be an influence. Right. But at the same time, I'm also going to fall back and just be like, I trust what I taught you. Nigga. Like, it is right. what it is. I feel like our direct parents still haven't let that go. Correct. Like, they just feel like, oh, well, I raised you and you turned out well. And then I had to have a conversation with my mom where it was like, I actually raised myself. Like, and mm. I, I don't want it to seem like you were a bad mom. You're just always working. So okay. while you were at work, I'm in the streets. Like, I ain't, I went out there gang banging or no, selling drugs or living. But I was outside. Like, everything I learned, I learned on my own for the most part. Even me learning basketball, I didn't have anybody to teach me basketball. I was just naturally gifted and had the will to go get it. I'm 15. At Rosemont Park at 3 o'clock in the morning, putting up free throws, doing drills. My son ain't built like that. And the clash happens when he'll come to me like, I want to do this. And I'll tell him straight up, I almost made it to the pros. If you want to do what I did and actually make it, listen to what I say. But I'm not going to take it easy on you. Mm -hmm. My mom's the opposite. It'll be something small where she'll be like, I got to go to the store and get some water. Wake him up and take him with you. Yeah. No, but he's sleeping. So wake his ass up and take him with you. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're the reason that he won't have that discipline that he needs. And granted, I love love her to death for everything she does. Um, Just like she's living with us right now. We've been taking care of her the last few months. She's about to get her own spot. I'm just like, watch. Once you leave, he'll fully understand. He don't have a scapegoat now. Mm. Granted, she'll be in the building like across from us. But you're not going to run away. Yeah, the <laughs> right there, there. Right there. <laughs> I will let you stay over there And then come get you the next name right, Get your stupid ass on Come on now let's, let's go But um Yeah it's just The teaching between generations I just feel like Don't add up The hell Make sure you do a right thing mm-hmm. go, What is right I always hated that Conversation And We just talked about it at work You know Father's Day stuff Right And I was like I'm standing at the radar 
I'm one of the more popular people, I guess, at work, even though I work from home. But on teams, I'm just acting. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm telling jokes, talking about music, whatever. And it was like, hey, Ben, like, your babies do soon, right? Yep. <laughs> but that was right after one of the ladies was talking about, like, yeah, like, my son's uh, just got a girl pregnant, so he's going to be a father. And I just mm. hope he does it the right way and, like, marries her first. And I was like, well, she's pregnant already, nigga, so. Right, yeah. ain't no- The deed's already done. Yeah. Like, it don't matter. Like, either way, that's what I don't understand. Because it'd be like, oh, marry her. But technically, the child is still conceived out of wedlock. Exactly. So it doesn't matter at this point. And even really. if you marry her, what does that really mean? It's just an image thing. Exactly. Right? And that's when it's like, bro, you want to do this for your circle. Your circle ain't got shit to do with me. Exactly. Right. I'm real big on letting everybody know. Even like <laughs> uh, one of Nikki's homegirls is supposed to get married. But it's like a month after my son's going to be bored. Mm-hmm. And her mom was like, well, you know, we'll take care of it. And I was like, nah. That's her friend's wedding. I understand we move as a unit, but that's your circle. I can stay home with my child, and I'll be perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. I don't need the help right now. I don't need the, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I really got it. Man, fuck that wedding. That wedding ain't got shit to do with me. <laughs> like, And I think that's where sometimes we fall too deep into But my mom said, my dad said. I'm real big on, man, fuck what y'all talking about, because y'all don't understand today. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't understand the age we in right now. Right. So all that. Like, just, oh, well, this is how I did it. That's fine. That's how you did it. Damn near before we had internet, nigga. Like, this is a whole new world right now. You did it paying $500 a month for a mortgage. Shit ain't like that right now. At all. It ain't. So. (laughs) Definitely not. At all. A lot, a lot is different. So, I'm going to ask you this. Then after that, we're going to get into the Parenting Corner segment. Was starting over planned or was starting over just happened? It was a little bit of both. Me and Nikki always talked about it because um, I, I wanted a girl this time. Mm. And I guess like the running joke is, damn, I just wasn't enough of a hoe. <laughs> so I just might be a hoe. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me tell you, boy. You got <laughs> to get out here and knock them down. But no, nah, we, we, we talked about it. We was always just like, yeah, you know, like I would love to raise a child with you. Like we're That's here. Beautiful. We locked in. It's about to be two months in a Two months, two years. That'd be crazy as fuck if it was two months. So that'd be two years a little bit in a couple of weeks. <laughs> um, but we knew now nah, we locked in. We ain't we don't argue. Like if we have a disagreement, okay, this is why I think this works this way. Let me hear why you think it works that way. And we figure it out. Uh. Either we're gonna say, Oh, your way makes more sense, or we're gonna meet in the middle. It's really that simple. But um we did plan it to an extent. We knew one, you know if you're having sex unprotected, you goddamn better be ready for it just in case. Yeah, that's kind of, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, that, that pull I out, heard that. Pull out ain't the end all be all. But um, we already had the conversation. We was just like, if it happens, I won't be mad. Like, mm. it just is what it is. And then it happened. And this might be the wildest shit. This might be like TMI. But it was one time when we, we were done, and I literally said, Yep, that's it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I knew yeah. at that moment, I was like, that's it. I did. And she it's didn't coming. catch what I said until, like, we found out she was pregnant, like, a couple weeks later. And I was like, I said that. And she was just like, wait, what? And I was like, yeah. And I said, yeah, that's it. That's the one. She was like, I had no idea what you were talking about. She was like, I knew. I knew that Sometimes was the you one. Do know. Yeah. Sometimes you do know. 
Okay. Let's get into the parents' corner segment, right? Mm-hmm. So, struggle of the week. It don't even got to be this week. Just give me something that happened with your son versus and how you handled it versus how you should have handled it when you think back on it. Uh, my son literally just got off a of punishment <laughs> today. <laughs> uh, but it's just because, again, like we talked about the little things. It's the little things like I just had cereal at the bar. Cereal fell on the floor. I didn't pick it up. And it's just like I told him from now on, every time I catch one little thing that happens, I'm taking a day off of the game. Mm. So it literally puts that like in his head immediately. And then as soon as we had the conversation, the next day it was a little thing. And I was like, that's your one warning. I told you one little things. If you have a big fuck up, I'll let you live mm-hmm. just cause. All right, let's figure out how to fix it first. But if it's something small, like I went in the laundry room, and I didn't turn the light off. That's a little thing. It's easy to just flip a switch. Now, if you got caught stealing or something, that's stupid as hell, but that's a big situation to work right. out of. So right. you're still going to be punished, but let's figure this out first. Mm-hmm. But um, he just does little shit. He's not going to, he either don't clean up. His only jobs is really right now, take the trash out. We got valet, but nigga, take the trash downstairs. Mm-hmm. Have some kind of work ethic and sense of responsibility. Right. Yes, I can put the trash right outside the door, and we pay for it, but nigga, go down there and start building work ethic. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's that? Clean his room. Every nigga's room. Always. The nigga don't have much now. Like He got <laughs> everything, but he don't have enough to have his room looking like a hurricane hit that mm-hmm. shit. Just the little things. Just ask people, do you need help with anything? Do you need this? Do you need that? Because, I, again, I do it to everybody. Hey, you good? How you feeling? You all right? You need something? I want to instill that in him. He's a caring child, but he cares when there's nothing else going on. Mm-hmm. So if he got the PlayStation, he'll sit on the PS5 all day. From I always tell him, you can't play before 12. Okay. And then he'll literally sit and just lay there until 11.59. And then get up and be ready to play. And even with that, it's just like, I'm going to give you this for now. This is your little summer vacation. We about to crank up, though. One way or another, we about to crank up. So I'll give him that. And I told him, you give me a list of things that you want to do this summer. I will make it happen. Because I didn't sit on his neck and just enforce it, I still haven't gotten that list. Mm. So I'll remind him. I was like, if I took the game away, you give me that list before the day is over, right? We went to the beach on... Sunday, and talked about the list at the table. I started writing the list, but I was like, just because I'm writing it don't mean you don't have to mm-hmm. get it done and bring it to me. But, yeah, struggle of the week, he just, just the little things. And it's a struggle of every week. <laughs> it's not this <laughs> week. It's every fucking week. But I think he'll have that I got it moment once his brother gets here. Because mm-hmm. that's when it's like, oh, damn. Life is so amazing for him because he's not doing nothing to fuck up. Mm-hmm. Like, even once he reaches three, four, five, he'll see how it looks from start to finish to have whatever the hell he wants. And my son now, like Nehemiah gets whatever the hell he wants, but he understands I'm not going to reward you for nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't do participation awards. I don't do you woke up and you asked for something and it's cool. Can I do it? Yeah, that's fine. Not doing it because you're going to go out expecting that at 16, 17, 18. Mm-hmm. And life's going to kick your ass real bad. I feel that. Give me a funny dad story. This nigga, just go through my Facebook. Bro. So many. <laughs> so many. 
Because I'm real big on if some shit happened, I'm put it on Facebook just so I can see that it happened mm-hmm. every year when that date pops. That's 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 I ain't thinking that. That's smart. Yeah, I every actually like that. I'm gonna start doing that. Yeah, I literally and of course other people get to see how I handle shit. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I'm really honest with my stories. I'll tell where I fucked up. Um, before I get to the funny dad story, I do want to point out one thing I put on social media. It just popped up again like a couple of days ago. My son was playing the game and. I saw a charge try to come through on my card for like $250. And I immediately was like, what did you do? And he was confused as shit. And I was like, yeah, I just got a charge. You're playing the game. You're the only one that could have done it. And he's like, no, I, I promise I didn't do anything. Like, I've just been playing the game. And I was like, I don't believe you because he's done that before. Mm-hmm. I've been chilling and just got a random $25 V-Bucks shit or something. But I was like, let me wait. And I Googled and saw at the time PlayStation was breached. Mm. So it was somebody hitting everybody for two hundred exactly two hundred and fifty dollars. So I was like, me being a new era parent, so to speak, I apologize. Like I literally I literally told him, I was like, Okay, look, this is what happened. My bad. I thought it was you because of this and this, but I see that it wasn't you, so I want you to understand you're not in trouble. Like you're good. Just because I saw how uncomfortable he was. You know what? I'm proud of you for that. Mm-hmm. Because our parents wouldn't have done that. I and got the story. Right. I was, I want to say I was a bad kid growing up. I just didn't respect authority like that. Like, you're not about to yell at me, talk to me in any old type of way. I'm still a human. I went to after, I used to be in after school program away from my parents. I would get in trouble for little stuff. Mm-hmm. They come, tell my dad, I did something. I got in trouble for it. They knew because me and my next door neighbors uh, were mad close and they mm-hmm. were in after school program too. After I got finished getting my ass whooped, <laughs> my next door neighbor came and was like, here's a letter from the after school program. Mm-hmm. Apologizing saying that it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. I ain't getting no apology. Oh, yeah, no. It was, oh, well, you normally do it anyway. So this just makes up for the ones that you didn't get. And I was oh, like, you gotta yeah. be fucking kidding yeah, me. And that's one thing I, I cannot. That's one curse I'm breaking immediately. My son knows if I mess up, even if something as little as he's in the way and I bump him, my bad. I, my, I, I apologize. Sorry. Like, for example, me and my mom to this day. And my, so. Something I can't even remember what happened in school. I got in trouble. My dad wasn't home. At 12 years old, she kicked me out. That's crazy. That's wild as shit. I still feel like to this day, I'm waiting for an apology yeah. I'm not going to get. And You're never going to get that. And all, and all that I get is, you shouldn't have been acting up. And I, tell, I told her, I was like, why do you think I'm not close to you? I was like, that shit changed. Like, you don't yeah. kick a 12-year-old boy out. Yeah. And you, I was gone for three days until my dad got back. Yeah, that's crazy. You ain't even care. Yeah. And then you, ne- it's always just, well, you shouldn't have been acting up. Like, did you never stop to think that maybe you made the wrong decision? Yeah. Even my dad was like, where's my oldest son? Yeah. And she was like, I kicked him out. He was like, nah. Yeah. I know you ain't, I know you ain't do that. She now, was like, boys, go find him she was like, boys, name. tell them. And they was like, I kicked him out. And I remember when I came back to the crib. Wait, where did you go? Um, I went a few places. The first time, uh, I was a, a neighbor. It was like a white, a white neighbor saw me just roaming around the streets. They let me stay there for the night, and then I went to my other friend's house the other two nights. And my dad figured I was at his house, 
So he called there when he got back. And that's how he was able to find where I was at. Mm-hmm. And that's how he was able to bring me home. And I remember that's really the only two times I ever heard my, my mom and my dad argue. My dad was like, we're still responsible for him. Why would you kick him out? Yeah. I don't care how bad he acts. Put him on punishment. Like, yeah. you don't kick him out. Because if something were to happen, he would have died. That's their problem. You would have felt so bad. He was like, just, just like he was like you, you could have just called me. I could have just said, go to your room. Wait till I get back. You're on punishment. X, Y, and Z. And I remember one time, I think this is probably why me and my dad, that was part of this why me and my dad are school, not more, and also that we're alike, but also, I want to say around like seventh grade, I was diagnosed with ADHD. Mm-hmm. My mom felt like something was wrong because I was keep acting up. Eighth grade, because seventh grade, I had F's and D's, but I was so, I, I, I wasn't in school suspended so long, they just passed me, they, ain't, they didn't want to deal with me. Damn. That year, my dad didn't want me to get tested because my dad was like, yeah, he acts up in school. He's not getting in fights. He just have a problem with authority. Mm-hmm. He's not a bad kid. And my mom was just like, we're well, doing this and this. And he was just like, have you ever thought to have faith in him? And that was those really the other than, other, other than that, uh, that's the only time I ever heard my parents argue. That's I've never bar. heard my parents argue outside of that. Uh, sorry, I just wanted to share that. Uh, no, nah, no, nah, you good. Because you said the funny dad story. Um, uh, the first one that comes to mind is I play 2K. I really play 2K. You be busting his ass, don't you? Man, never let him win. <laughs> that's how you got to do it. You got to choke him out. Because my dad used to whoop my ass in man until I could beat him. And that's the thing. Like, I was dogging him out. Again, the usual, whatever. We play blacktop and shit. Play the 50 just to have a long game. Mm-hmm. And then, like, maybe we'll play another one. Um, It was one game. I got up, like, 48 to, like, 12. Oh, God. And, yeah, I was a dog. He was not playing. Nah. Like. But look, at that, look, look, look at this. Look at this. Three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Could I said he was like 48, 29, 48, nah, 30, 48, nah. 35, nah. 48, 40. It was bad. And we literally played that one game for like an hour because I was like, I'm going to win from half court. And I just kept chucking from half court. Oh, you and, and I remember asshole. he had Kyrie. I don't remember who I had, but I know he had Kyrie. And he came back and won the game. And then he was just like, I can't believe you let me beat you like that. And I was like, let's not get it twisted now. Like, understand what really happened here. Right. He's like, nah, but I beat you. All right. We play like three more games. I won. We was going to 50. I made sure to hit 53 every game. (laughs) Every game. But it wasn't until like two days later, he was still talking about it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, we not doing that. (laughs) I sat there with him. For like six hours. I thought we're gonna play Madden, we're gonna play 2K, we're gonna play Mortal Kombat, we're gonna play Grand Theft Auto. I want you to know this ain't no Lion King, nigga. You're not about to take over (laughs) the the pride right now. (laughs) And you know, I put everything on Facebook and niggas was roasting me. I think I remember seeing that. He finally got your ass, da da da. That's his house now. And that's what made me go, sit down. We're gonna do this. (laughs) Sit your ass down. So I can put back on Facebook what really happened. Mm hmm. But niggas, still, every time I pop up, somebody comment be like, he's still whooping your ass in 2K? Nigga, he won one game. <laughs> but that's all it takes. That's it's all it took. It's that one time he won at Cherry Hill, and that's it. Man, that, that shit hurt my pride. I ain't going to lie. She will never win at anything. <laughs> Look. <laughs> Ever. And he'd be on punishment too much for us to play again. So, <laughs> you know. That nigga's literally on punishment. Like hey, man, free the real, man. 
Man. Free to real. <laughs> he, he free right now. We can see how long he lasts. <laughs> the man literally, Boosie and Kodak combined. They mm. always locked up. Always. It's what it is. If you, that report card, right? Mm-hmm. What would your GPA be right now at this current moment? Mm, that's a good fucking question. I would say like a B minus. It's like a 3-2. Yeah. How do we get it? A, how do we get it to a three five? Probably not even a three two. Probably just like a three, to be honest. So how do we get it to a three five? I think just again, like I'm overwhelmed with a lot. Mm-hmm. But I think just making that time, just for more conversation. Because I used to always ask, "How was your day? How are you doing? How are you feeling?" But it got to a point. At one point, I was working 120 hours, like per pay period. Mm-hmm. So by the time I get off work, you exhausted. I'm exhausted, and a lot of the times what I'll do is I'll go to this hookah lounge just to get a couple moments to myself mm-hmm. because, of course, there's my son, there's Nikki with the baby, so it's just a lot of I need you, I need you, I need you. So it's like I got to leave for me to get two hours mm-hmm. to breathe and recharge, and, of course, I still got my brand. Mm-hmm. Still trying to promote for Can We Talk Music and try to get content. I literally didn't get my creative juices flowing until, like, last week. Mm. All year I have not been doing anything except, like, the, the bare minimum. So I just think being more attentive to him, like I'm not negligent in any way, but there will be days where like I'll come inside. If he's just on the PlayStation, you good, bro. And I'm going to go in my room and lay down or something. So I think just putting in that extra effort, even though I had a conversation with him, I was like, you got to realize it's not that we're not close, but we don't interact the way we used to. Because at one point he used to come to me at all times. Hey, do you want to play the game? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? But as he got older in school and stuff, now he's a little cooler because he's a teenager now. So I had to point out. I was like, I never stopped doing none of that. You did. And I was like, I'm not blaming you for it, but I want you to understand it's still 50-50. Mm-hmm. I'm your dad, but you still have a responsibility to play in upholding relationships and treating people the way they should be treated and whatnot. Uh, but I just think that's the main thing. Just the, I'm working on him with his communication. Whenever he's in trouble, like he's loud as hell playing the game with his friends loud as hell when we're talking the nigga is barely whispering mm. because it's a confidence thing and i'm just like if we're just talking and he feels like he's in trouble i gotta remind him you're not in trouble you can talk to me regular have a regular conversation but it's just uh that shit is a journey to just real deal every conversation like i can't hear you speak up and even with that it's just you're gonna go out into the real world and niggas ain't gonna be able to hear you and you're gonna get skipped over in everything mm-hmm. so mm. Working on that, uh, being more attentive and communicating, teaching. Okay. How do you view yourself as a father right now? I think I'm great. I think I'm better than, this is going to sound really arrogant, but I think I'm better than most fathers. Especially, like, I I pride my circle. My immediate circle are all phenomenal fathers. Mm -hmm. But we also got homeboys that aren't. So it's easy to look out and say, like, Bro, how are you putting this on social media? And I know you don't talk to your child like that. Facts. Or I know you're not really teaching your child. But you're trying to teach somebody else how to teach their child. Mm-hmm. Shit like that. So, Pandering. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Just for the look. The only time you'll see me post something about my son on social media is not even the only time. I post everything about it. And I think about it. The good, the bad. Like I said, I posted the apology where I fucked up. I post where he does funny shit. I post where he pissed me off. I've even asked social media, dog, when your child does this, what do you do? Like where it's literally, let's 
really build community. Even if I'm not in this situation, somebody is. Somebody need to answer. So, as a dad, I think I'm really fucking good. I can be better. Nobody's perfect, so I would never aim for perfection. But really fucking good, even if you ask him. He'll say, no, you're a great dad. There's shit to work on. But I think I'm good. I ain't going to act like I'm the LeBron of dads or nothing. But Mm -hmm. that nigga's, from what we see, that nigga's goddamn Jesus of dads. (laughs) That nigga made me work hard. man. For real. And give me some fatherly advice. Be patient. Be understanding. Um, You were a kid once. Mm. We did dumb shit. We literally just sat here and talked about Growing up, I didn't respect authority. I was like that, too. My son shows that here and there, but I can reel him in. We never had that. No, reel it in. This ain't what we're doing type shit. Um, Just, like, patient and understanding is my two biggest forever growing traits. I I hate when people feel like, oh, I made it. Like, I I was this, but I'm this now, so I'm good. No. Patience and understanding can always grow. can always groom into something bigger, better, stronger. Um, another thing would be just actually listen, listen to what's going on. Even if it's not directed at you, just listen to what they're talking about. You will learn so much from a conversation with his homies. Mm. You might have to eavesdrop here and there, but you know, whatever. Um, listen, be patient, be understanding. Those are the biggest things for me. Let's wrap this up. This was good mm-hmm. work. Plug, plug in everything you got going on, bro. Can we talk music? I am about to start everything again. I'm about to start recording videos for YouTube. I got my tournaments going on. I got my versus battles that uh, Warren, Ronnie, and Poe be fucking up. Um, never doing another live battle. I never. Wanted, I wanted to be said on here. I've never, ever, ever. Never doing a live battle. Ever. Especially not with dumb niggas. Hell no. <laughs> but um, <laughs> can we talk music on everything? Instagram. YouTube, got a Twitter. I don't really use it. Facebook, it's just a lot. And I just want to do more for music, more for the city and our artists and talents and shit that just don't got a platform. Mm-hmm. That's it. Just can't we talk music on everything? Go ahead, Big Boy. Hey, man, you know who this is, man. Stop stop playing with me. It's Jesus' Not favorite really. DJ, goddammit. Uh, you can find me on The Real DJ Levy on Instagram, Warren Levy on Facebook. And on Farmers Only, Mr. Cornstalk. <laughs> All right. All right. Hey, yo. It's been a while. It's been a minute. <laughs> been a minute. Hey, man. Get back to classes. Hey, man. Listen. Um, Baby Daddy Chronicles Pod, man. You can find me on Instagram. I have a Twitter for that. I'll use it. I'm still working on it. Um, subscribe to the YouTube, Average Show Media, LLC. If you want to start a podcast, www.theaverageshowmedia.com. Stop playing. You hear how we sound. You hear Clear it. Clear as day. You nice. hear it. Like, you hear it. It's Back. crystal. You hear you Ben's clear. He ain't even all the way near the mic. Stop yeah, playing with me. Exactly. Stop playing with me. Play with someone else. But don't play with me. <laughs> don't play with us. As you already know. This is an Average Joe Media production. Father's Day's coming up. To all fathers that take care of their kids. Happy Father's Day. Oh, and shout out to them bulldaggers that be there for them kids. Shout out to them bulldaggers they that be, be there, there for them, them kids. kids. They be there. They do, man. Before we close out, we shout out the great fathers and shit. Ladies, do not do that. I'm a single mom. Please. So boy. I'm a don't, father too. Boy. Please don't. We don't no. do that on Mother's no. Day. No, we do no. not. That's so disrespectful. Do not. We they, don't. They did that in like 
again, not, I'm not, I'm wrapping it up real quick. Today in a meeting at work, they were just saying like, oh yeah, it's Father's Day weekend. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers. And nothing against community. I got homies or whatever. It was a gay dude that was like, oh, don't forget the single mothers who are fathers too. Ah, and ah, I ah. put myself on mute because I was just like, first of all, you not having no goddamn kids, so you don't got no right to say none of that. Mm, exactly. exactly. Second, you're just pandering to the crowd because there are a lot of uh, single mothers that work with us. Mm-hmm. And some of them was just like, yeah, we appreciate that. And I just wrote, don't do that. Because, again, we don't do that on Mother's Day. You better not. We do not. That, you know how corny we would look doing that? That is ridiculous. I respect all the single mothers doing that thing. That's why we go above and beyond for y'all on Mother's Day. Correct. Let us have our moment. If you can get rewarded for doing what you're supposed to do, let us get our moment to be rewarded for get, what we're supposed to do. Let us get our socks in peace. That's mm-hmm. it. It ain't like we're getting much. We are not. <laughs> do not take that whole day away from us. Exactly. You only get a whole day. You get like breakfast and then that be facts. it. Facts. That's facts. That's facts, man. Subscribe to Apple, Spotify. Follow me on Good Pods, man. Um, I love y'all. Appreciate y'all being at your future favorite baby daddy signing off, man. Peace. Adios. That was a great show, y'all. Yes, sir. Really good show. Really, really good show. Really good show. Really I appreciate good show. it. Yeah, man. If you enjoy what you heard from Baby Daddy Chronicles Podcast, go ahead and give us a follow on Instagram at Baby Daddy Chronicles Pod and on Twitter at Baby Daddy Cron. If you want to watch the videos, subscribe to our YouTube at Average Joe Media LLC, which is also in the bio. And then you'll go to Baby Daddy Chronicles and you'll see all the videos for that. If you want to join the community, go on Facebook to Baby Daddy Chronicles. It's a group and you'll see there. Go ahead and uh, go ahead and uh, follow the group and stay up to date with the podcast and also be a safe space for fathers and parents as well. Don't forget to leave us a subscribe and follow on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, and leave us a review as well. Thank you for listening. Thank you for laughing. And I hope you continue to enjoy the content. Well, that ain't no As a father, yes, I feel like I'm somebody My life is my kid, so I tell about it And I swear it's all about that Baby daddy, I ain't a baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy Baby daddy, I ain't a baby daddy